Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 53 of the Gunnam Explain podcast. I am Adam Blue. Glad to be here. This is always a lot of fun and especially fun because I've got Steven here joining me. Steven, how's it going, man? Going well. Had a good day today. That's good. How yeah, about you? Yeah, I've had a good day. I think we we're just talking about that. You know, it's I always love the middle of the week because we've got your podcast on Wednesdays. This on Thursday, it's kind of a good breaking the monotony sometimes of work, although this work week has been pretty good on me. So, um, well, yeah, thanks to everyone yeah, that has joined. We see Robert uh, Daisuke, Lucas Garrett, Jedi Sela, Metal Neo, Midnight Hatter, oh, uh, Goose, Brian Zanicelli, uh, Web Fox 100. Good to see everyone. Oh, what is that on my head? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to keep, uh, I have an afro now that, uh, and I wanted to keep it down, and I I felt like the hat shtick was getting old because I'm not a hat person, really. Um, I just was wearing a hat recently Neither because am I. of the hair. You and I had the same sort of thing going on because you had the headband, well, yeah. and I, you know, earlier today I was rocking the yeah, bandana. Yeah, I need to get a bandana. Um, yeah. Um. But, oh, Ian, good yeah. to see you there too. Um. Well. Uh. Yeah. The, yeah. The hair thing. I want my. I want to grow out my hair. I mean, I know it's not really related to Gundam, but. Um, you know, I, I, I'm into metal and there's just this thing with having metal hair Vikings. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it seems cool. I got to try it. Well, and you, you've got those amazing, like thick curls, you know, you, you could, you could pull off like that, uh, that Claudio Sanchez. Look. I don't know Claudio Sanchez. <laughs> like, oh, full on like Coheed and oh, Cambria. Oh, I know Coheed and Cambria. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Or yeah. I could say Steve Harris. Steve Harris, another strong okay, example. From what? Oh, okay. oh, you got me. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. The bassist, he's got curls. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, okay. that's. I, I don't know if anyone else there's an Iron Maiden fan. I love Iron Maiden. Love Iron Maiden. I know, I think Mad Matt. Vintage. Vintage Yeah, metal. that is kind of vintage metal now. I think people wear the shirts without even listening to the band now. Yeah. 100%. Anyway, um, yeah. Thanks, everyone that's here joining the video version live, always on YouTube on Thursdays. And then there's the audio version that's usually Friday mornings. I have that distributed everywhere. So, yeah, thanks for everyone that's here. Um, if you want to check the links in the description, there's links to Steven's stuff. So Midnight Hatter, um, he just did a live stream earlier today actually playing a Gundam game on PS3. And a, a lot of us were in there chatting. That was pretty fun. Um, and then he's got his Patreon. He's got his his stuff, too. It's different from Gundam Explained. There's a lot of stuff about tabletop uh, 3D printing um, as some of the Patreon perks go. So it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, so Comic-Con started, I guess, today or maybe yesterday. I don't know. I just know that there was a panel this morning yeah. for Gundam, um, the Witch from Mercury, where... I've been looking for news, Gundam news for Comic-Con. There's been barely anything. But there's a few things we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, and then, um, not only that, but then the new mobile suit that's in GBO2, and we'll kind of do a little deep dive uh, into that. Uh, and then just some other Gundam stuff we'll get into a little later on. Um, but first of all, uh, so this past week, a couple things I got. If you're in the Discord... You might have seen that I posted uh, some of this, uh, the Metal Robot Rigazi Custom. I love this thing. That is a beautiful, yeah. beautiful mobile I, I love kind of the that baby blue or sky blue color on it. Um, and then the purple of the backpack. It's just... 
I just love that AK-47. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the other thing, it's got a, it's got like an AK-47, and the transforming's awesome. I actually already uh, recorded the video review for this, so that will go up, I think, Monday. Um, but another thing that I got, that I've been wanting to get for a long time because it's kind of pricey, is the the Violent Custom uh, Robot Spirits Cost Signature. Uh, this is this is an older robot spirits, and I had to. It actually came with water slide decals, so I had to put on some. And a similar baby blue. That the the paint scheme looks pretty similar. You know, that's to that interesting because the development of these. Well, yeah, I don't know because the custom came from the Barlint, and then they modified it. So, and yeah. then that. This takes place shortly after Char's counterattack, kind of. So I wonder if like a, a the blue thing became a little uh I don't know. There's something about connecting that could be some you know overlap what? there. I think the Gustav Carl also has like a similar blue yep. and and what we're gonna talk yeah. about here in a second, the Jesta has a little bit of the uh uh the blue in it. And I I, I wanted to show mine I got from a Santo Bell, uh, one of our supporters, he sent that to me. Um Oh, uh, what else? Oh, yeah. And then um, this, I, I'm going to try to start building it this week. I've actually gone uh, about a week or two without building a kit. And I'm trying to space myself out and not just build everything. So um, that's just something from <laughs> Gundam Breaker. I, it just, it looks cool. White and gold. Are you really a Gunpla builder if you don't have a backlog that's, you know, stacked up? I, I mean, mine you? is literally back here. I don't know if it could be seen on screen, but like behind me on the floor, but below the Kshatriya there is uh, a bunch of boxes of uh, Gunpla that's yet to be built. <laughs> um, let's see. Looking. I wanted to look at the chat real quick. Um, oh, Lucas Gear is saying something. Or you can go the Amuro Ray look at him because I just realized that Amuro Ray does have that curly hair. Yeah, yeah, and, and ironically, the same same as the protagonist from um, Space Runway Ideon, the Tomino? other Tomino giant and mecha. Have you watched anime. it? Yeah, it's um, it's cosmic oh, horror, man. Because I've been crazy. wanting to watch it. Um, because there's a couple of his productions that he has around that time period that all seem pretty good. I just haven't watched them. Have you? Yeah, they have, they definitely have a different okay. vibe. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend Ideon for every Gundam fan, but if you're a Mecha fan, I think Ideon. Uh, yeah, is I want to check it out because I always come across stuff. Um, but let's see. Um, Lucas oh. was saying, um, uh, where where was that? Did I just lose it? Well, you go ahead. I saw something that I lost. Well, I was gonna say Web Fox. Yes, I have heard that song Zigzion by. Uh, Children oh, of the Reptile. Awesome. That's cool. I'm gonna have to look that up. Awesome I had no song. idea. I think you'll like it. You're more of a metalhead uh, than I okay. am, um, and it's definitely got a little. It's a little harder than the music I listen to normally. Oh but, yeah. You know. you know what? That reminds me because we kind of have we we converge on taste when it comes to like synthwave music, and I think Gundam is ripe for a synthwave kind of aesthetic like they kind of do you know the different shows have their own look to it there needs to be a synth wave and it would be called gundam neon that's right it's oh, where a fetty pilot steals a zaku 2 changes the n on zeon to uh or the z to an n and makes it say neon <laughs> just turns yeah. it sideways oh. bam i gotta i gotta make oh. this someday 
chill hip hop beats to drop <laughs> colonies to. That that's that's the channel I need to start is <laughs> lo-fi chill hip hop beats to drop colonies. Yeah, to. He's like, wait for the colony drop. Uh yeah, that's that's hilarious. Um Okay, um yeah, what I wanted to get to oh yeah, let me actually show some stuff real quick. The videos this past week, um there was the uh, yeah, the Psychomu System Zaku review, which I gotta say, I, if I've brought shame to myself in any way, it is this review because there is a piece missing on 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 it, and I didn't even notice it the whole time. But I knew it was so crazy the whole time I had it, it before reviewing it. It looks was, weird. I was always thinking like this doesn't seem like the one from Thunderbolt. It just it doesn't. <laughs> I. You know, it's cool, though. It has so many thruster parts. It does the... And then someone in chat, in the uh, comments, yes, said, hey, it's missing the front snout. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That... And, you know, it's funny you mention that because uh, um, I've noticed that with my Origin Zaku, the high-grade kits, that snout piece falls off for no uh. reason at all. Like, if you breathe <laughs> on it wrong, that snout falls yeah. off. Um, yeah, there's some... So, sometimes there's some parts so, you want to yeah. glue even though it's not meant for it. Um, thrusters. Thrusters oh, on the back uh, of the units. Like, they always fall off. In fact, m our mm -hmm. newer puppy ate two of them. So, luckily, I was able to go order some parts. Um, uh, yeah, that website, I, I always forget the name off the top of my head. Um, but... Uh, Gundam Parts yeah. Guy, something like yeah. that. But, no, let me 3D print those for you. you okay, yeah, <laughs> next time, yeah, there's a piece. I'll get with you and see how we can coordinate that. That'd be pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so yeah. there's also, I, I did the video, the Gundam 00 Season 1 reaction. Um, that uh, that Season 1 was great. And I'm in Season 2, and I'm yeah. liking it more. I, there's so much more I can talk about when we get into Season 2 because there are some aspects of Season 1 I didn't bring up only because... I wanted to be able to speak on its resolution that I'm now seeing in season two. Like they do a good job tying things up unless well, I'm a few episodes from finishing season two, if we get to it and then they leave some things open. But so far they do a good job of, of uh, callbacks to the beginning of season one, connecting the characters. Um, and no, agreed. It, it feels much more cohesive than a lot of other Gundam series yeah. that, you know, for instance, you know, you just finished watching Gundam Wing and Endless Waltz, and like Endless Waltz feels a little more disjointed yeah. from Gundam Wing than than season two of Double O feels from season yeah. one. Am I and right? It's, and it's crazy because even season two takes a big turn. Like the design. I mean, it's like four years later, I think, but it's like design of like their suits. Um, they're in space more. Uh, mobile suit. So it's like there's a big difference yet that through line of the character motivations the the state of the earth sphere it's it's all there and in fact with saji and luis it, it's almost like you could watch a, sh a show that's just their story it's that i think they and i'm going to talk about that when i do my uh, season two review because they have you know the the gundamisters and their stories celestial being but then they have saji and luis it's like they're they're caught up in it it reminds me of like war in the pocket had its own like yes. in the double O universe, it would be that story. Um, yeah, very well. 
That's that's a very, very nice parallel to observe there. And I mean, Sela says it here in the chat that uh, double O out Gundam wings Gundam <laughs> yeah, wings. Yeah, it, it's crazy how many similarities <laughs> there are. And But when I think about it, I realize how much these are cool stories that could be told over and over because I think they 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 really look into like how humans are. And it's like we're at, looking at our future. A lot of times we want to look to the future. What can we hope to get out of the future? And we see that we're kind of stuck in some of the same tropes of humanity. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, you and I have had the conversation where like human nature yeah. doesn't change, but the tools yeah. that we use to act on human nature change. Right. And that's that's the beautiful part about fiction and Gundam in particular is that it faces a, or forces us to face our own humanity in another yeah. context. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's why it's, yeah, it can pull you in so much. Um, all right. And then, yeah, Mad Matt is talking about um, Iron-Blooded Orphans. Um, and I can't wait to get into that as well. I am, I have, after watching Double O, I feel excited to watch other Gundam AUs only because while, like, because now you know it can well, be yeah, done well. Yeah, not only that, but Wing, <laughs> even with its failings, it was still enjoyable. Like, which yeah. And so sure. then I can see when it's very when it's done really well. There's just enjoyment to get out of it, also. And I'm right there with Matt. Matt said earlier on my stream that uh, he's excited for G Witch. Mm. You know, while the design design aesthetics don't appeal to me, um, I'm excited for the G Witch yeah. story because I think that there's it's it's different. It's not just a reskin of you. Yeah, they seem to focus There's... like at the beginning of the description. Corporations, corporate, and while yeah. that's always kind of been a thing, that might be more centered than oh, this government versus that government. You know, um, yeah, we'll see. It'll exactly. be interesting. Um, okay, and then yeah, Web Fox is saying Gundam X is a good AU show, and that's cool because there's so many others right now on Amazon and Right Stuff Anime. There's a bunch of sales really good sales for their Blu-rays and it's just not in my budget right now to pick up some more, but I, I guess I've already got a ton, but there's some <laughs> good ones there uh, to grab. Um, okay. So moving on, what I wanted to talk about is um, uh, yeah, a question I, I put up, which Gundam universe is the safest to live in the most dangerous. So let me go through some of these real quick. SS says SD Gundam safest, G Gundam fighter may be a runner-up, Victory Gundam may be most dangerous for everyone all around. Pilots. Don't wear swimwear in, uh, yeah. <laughs> in Victory. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in, it's interesting because Victory, you know, when I watch it, when I watched it, I really get a sense of this, like, post-apocalyptic Earth because a lot of people are, like, living in the forest, in the woods, and then when they get to, like, a town or a city area, there's a, a guillotine where they're or a guillotine, I think I have to make those L silent, where, yeah, they're chopping off people's heads, and that's pretty barbaric. So I kind of like how it shows this post-apocalyptic. So that's pretty good for, you know, a dangerous one. Uh, oh, for 100%. pilots, I'd say IBO or Z uh, Zeta. For civilians, double O. Now, one thing I saw in, I think it was Gundam X or whatever, where it's like all the colonies get sent to Earth. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, which, yeah I think to so. me that seems like it's the worst. Like Earth gets decimated. Um, yeah, I mean, 
Uh, let's see, Abraham Lincoln, build fighters uh, for safest, unless that's cheating. <laughs> and I thought about that. Um, hey, he yeah. never told a lie. Kind of mix for most dangerous. Oh, because that's when humanity came closest to extinction, and even after the apocalypse in the universe, life was not easy. So, yeah, that that could be that. Oh, Rigazi ninety one XS XS Rezz. That's a. I don't know if that's even a suit, or is that the Jesta and the. Reezy, is there a Reezy? Not that I that know of, but but Gundam build fighters and Gundam build divers are the safest, and Gundam X and 0079 are the most dangerous. Okay, Robert, I plead the yeah. fifth to both. Okay, John Candib, correct century <laughs> universe on the moon based city, the place where all the the moon race are, and which is correct century? Is that turn A? Okay, it's uh, turn A. Mad Matt, yeah. safest is build fighters worse uh, is all of UC and double O. Okay, I'm seeing a lot of UC, which is uh, pretty interesting. Metal Neo. <laughs> yeah, well, when they say that uh, a third of humanity was wiped oh. out. You're... Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Metal Neo, most safest to live in. G-Self or Tourney Gundam, uh, those are the most safest. But the most dangerous, Gundam Seed Universe, if you're born in the wrong side, basically already screwed. Who were the original Gundam series, or who were the original Gundam series if you are living in a comedy, then yes, same thing. I don't know if I understood that, but I will put one more, which in the middle where is the most safest and the most dangerous in the Gundam universe, which has to be IBO. IBO looks pretty brutal. I haven't watched it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways to die, and um, I think I'd rather be in a colony drop than whatever happens oh, to an IBO. interesting. Yeah, that's a good point, because <laughs> kind of the decimation that occurs, like, in UC or something, they're, like, large-scale wipe, wiping out things. And, yeah, in, like, double O, yeah, that IBO seemed very, very much like violent. tons of collateral damage. Yeah, very intimate, intimate yeah, violence. Yeah, so in that case... Um, what about you? What, what For you, what's the safest, what's the most dangerous? Well, for me, safest would be uh, G Gundam. Okay, and why is obviously, that? Obviously, you know. Well, you know, G Gundam is very much, um, well, you know, excluding build fighters and stuff like that, obviously. Those, I feel like, are, are kind of cheating a little bit. But, um, you know, G Gundam, the Gundam pilots aren't actively trying to kill each other. It's a lot like robot jocks. Mm. You know, it's kind of like a sport. Um, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that it's dangerous to play football in the NFL. Well, it is. <laughs> Concussions, Although it might head be, injury. You might end up with CTE. <laughs> figuring it out, like, after a while, we figure out all the but, uh, PTSD yeah. the mobile pilots get. <laughs> or maybe G-Force <laughs> yeah, no uh, concussion, I don't know. Yeah, that, um... But yeah, what about you? Safest, you yeah, it, you know, just from what I know, it would sound like it would be one of those fighters series, but uh, otherwise, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like someone said SD Gundam. I think that's funny. Um, I mean, you say that, but when I'm building Gunpla, I've I've taken the tip of my thumb off with one okay. of these hobby knives. So it's. <laughs> Did you really do something pretty dangerous with the knife or with the hobby knife? Oh yeah, actually, I I do have a. I don't. I probably can't show it on on camera, but I do have a scar on my Ooh. thumb from uh shaving off nub marks and i went went the wrong Yikes. way no one ever taught me the proper way to whittle with a with a hobby knife so you know i'm pulling the knife towards me and yeah uh, like an idiot. no i i remember <laughs> early on in the um 
the gunpla building, I, I got to a point where I didn't want to use a, a hobby knife because I was afraid I would do something. And then one time I was like, I'll start using it. And I did. I, it wasn't bad, but I, I freak out about that. So like, I am super <laughs> careful when it comes with the hobby knife. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's a funny one. I, I don't know. One of those have to be safe. It's most dangerous. It, it sounds like from what I've seen that Gundam X, where they send all the colonies at once crashing down to earth. Um, and then, um, oh, Neon Wave is saying, in Gundam X, it wasn't all colonies. It was many colonies, but there are still plenty more in space. Okay, so it wasn't all of them. And then even um, Mad Matt is saying Gundam X is very much uh, his other favorite AU after O and IBO. So a lot of that. There's there's some sweet Gundams in Gundam X. Yeah, I've seen some of those designs. But you know what? Now that I'm getting more into all these AUs, I'm noticing the main stuff is UC, Wing, and um, uh, seed, and I think double O is just more recent, so we'd see some double O stuff. But like, if you look at the Gundam Universe line of figures, that's almost like a way to tell what they're seeing as popular. Um, yeah, that's a good good uh, barometer for what yeah. what they think are the the strong contenders. Um, oh, Jedi Sailor saying it's similar to peeling vegetables with a knife instead of a peeler. You have to cut away from your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to do the knuckle. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, um well cool. Yeah, that was I think that was a pretty interesting discussion because these universes it, it, you know, and then and the way they make Gundam is where they're iterations of each other. It's the core story and that is kind of a worldwide violence. The, the thing is G Gundam, I haven't I've only watched the first 3 episodes and I liked it a lot actually. Um I was just in the middle of another show and I didn't want to switch. So I have to go back, but it's yeah. kind of cool to hear that they don't really try to kill each other. They just try to win a mobile suit fight. Is that correct? I mean, at least that's uh. how it starts. <laughs> I don't want to spoil nice. the ending okay. for you, but <laughs> but suffice to say, um, you know, sometimes sometimes even a fight to to the pain or whatever, whatever you would call it from a princess bride. Sometimes that results in a few deaths. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. Cause, um, when I've talked about watching it, like some of the supporters, like, um, uh, G and, and Ian were talking about, like, if I watch G Gundam, I should stream in discord watching it. Cause I guess it's a sight to behold. Uh, you know, they're, you know, people around me yeah. are always uh, quoting G Gundam. And I, I just, uh, that's it's just cool. a lot of fun, you know. I and and I think that as an Evil Dead fan, you're gonna enjoy the ah. campy, the campy level of. Yeah, I already you know witnessed some of that, and yeah, I appreciated absurdity. that right away. Um, yeah, USS Talos, good yeah. to see you. Say, G Gundam is a great wild ride. Honestly, okay, well, that's cool. Um, yeah, okay. Moving on here, real quick. Um, so GBO two, oh, there's always GBO two news, and they have the the Jesta. Jesta joins the battle. Jesta. It sounds like I'm speaking with an, a Brooklyn accent. It's the Jesta. <laughs> the Jesta, um, yeah. But, you know, it's a cool unit because that's Unicorn era, and we're seeing a lot of these Unicorn mm -hmm. era suits being released. Um, but also to show, you know, I, I was just showing this off earlier, got this from Santo Bell, one of our supporters, and it's not focusing on it, even though this is supposed to. Um, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> 
I do have a review up of this, but I've learned a lot more since the review, and I think I'm going to go back and detail this, give it a top coat. Um, it deserves that. Because it's, it's a sick suit. Oh, 100%. It's a sick suit. I think that um, my favorite bit of Jesta lore is that, as as far as I know, to the best of my knowledge, it's the first time that they ever designed a mobile suit to work as a support unit specifically for another mobile suit. Oh, really? So that... Because the, the Jesta team was supposed to... It was designed to work in conjunction with the Unicorn. Oh. Oh. Um, they were designed as a support team for the Unicorn Gundam. So it's interesting because, you know, you never hear about, like, the Ifrit being a designed team to support Goofs yeah. or something like that, you yeah. know? So, so the Jesta is a is a rare breed of animal in the Gundam universe. Yeah, and you know it is unique in the way where it's shield, and it'll be curious to see how that works in-game. I know if Xeonic Shadow is here, he would already tell me, but um, because the way the shield works, like <laughs> even on the Gumpla, is it's, it's not really being held by the arm, so you would think that would give it more freedom to use its hands, you know, for multiple things, or move it out of the way, and it even has, like, the missiles on it yeah a couple grenade yeah. launchers in there yeah really cool really cool suit um oh just a cannon is my favorite D daisuke yeah that's that's a good one um let's see oh did you say something funny shining foot yeah see i need to um i need to watch this everyone's <laughs> laughing in the chat having a good time adam's over here left out no i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> but Oh, the old gangrene foot and then, of doom. Uh, Ian Tequila Gundam represent. Yeah, that's his favorite, I think. Hey, arriba. <laughs> um, okay, and then let's see. So, yeah, that's in. You know, nothing I'm too excited. I'm not even going to use my coins on this. I'm still waiting for a hazel or a half off. But. Well, and it's, uh, I mean, it said there. Oh, that's and you a two know star. what? I actually so wasn't sharing it, but guys, this is just this. But yeah, go ahead. Two star. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that it's probably a low rarity suit, so it's going to be an easy pull. Oh, I think that okay. you're you're not going to have as hard of a time pulling a Jesta as you would, say, like the Sananju or some of the other recent um, suits that have come out in the past few weeks. Yeah, and you know, another element, too, is the amount of time you play because, like, I'm not playing enough to replenish my coins as much as is really possible. If you do your dailies... You can really jump into that. I haven't. I've been doing it every couple days, and I'll just do a couple matches because uh, I've been playing the PS3 a lot. Um, although I did, I did a, a, a run with the Cubeblay, and it I did awesome in it. So I'll post that um, probably tomorrow. Um, Interesting. Yeah, you know it's funny. I the that Saikomu system Zaku. Yeah. The 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 one that you have the um, robot spirits of. That's my favorite uh, new type unit to use in oh, yeah. Two. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that one's a pretty good one. Is that mainly support, or is there a general? Um, I want to oh, say it's a raid. Oh, that's cool. I don't think, I think I've used so. it that much. Maybe once or twice, because they do have a couple of those. They even have the Zeong you can use, and um, yeah, yeah. You know what? I love. I love the ones that have like the lock on stuff or bits or whatever type of system 
you know, flies out and does something because it's almost like that's what I like about G GBO2 and its deliberateness because you can kind of plan out your next move as your bits are doing its thing. So, um, yeah. Now let's look at this. See, RGM 96X Jesta. 96 tells me it was uh, built in 0096. I guess that's around the time of Unicorn anyway. Um, and it came from the RGM 89 Jagan, which was seen in Sharp's counterattack. And I want to say it's also an F91. Um, does it say here, movie? No, it doesn't. So there, there's a type of Jagan uh, that's in F91. Um, yeah, there, there is an F91 Jagan. Yeah, maybe it's yeah one of these down here, but... Because that's interesting if you think about it, because F91 took place in the future, and it was showing what kind of the General Federation mobile suit was, and it was a form of Jagan for that time period, um, even though it was still technically yeah. like older, but it was because the Earth Federation kind of had these older mobile suits kind of spread out, I guess, in some colonies. Um, but then it's interesting, because then if you go back to Unicorn that takes place before F91, then they have what the Jagan turned into, even though, so, uh, you know, you were talking about this being designed as a support unit, so it could be, you know, that was the reason, other than Unicorn was made after F91, that we don't see something like this in F91. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because I think it's a specific unit. Um, I wonder, if they don't always say exactly how many of a certain unit was made. Sometimes they do. Yeah, I mean, there's some units that have a canonical limited run. Like, we all know that there's eight Ifrits, oh, for yeah. instance. But, um, but yeah, the, the Jesta is one of those units that there are only a limited number. I don't know how few, but I know it's probably less than so, 10. So, yeah, because the, it came with the, the model came with a bunch of stickers, and I think I put eight, the number eight on mine. And so, but here it's saying that three... Uh, were piloted by the Londo Bell TriStar team, which TriStar is even from the original 0079. Now, it's saying that there's yeah. three, but that doesn't mean that that was only three. So there could have been more, probably. Um, but that, that is kind of cool, because I remember when they showed up as TriStars, I was confused at first, because I was like, well, that's a Xeon thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but they're all the same. Yeah, well, you know how it is. You know, once once the Titans rose to power, the the lines kind of blurred between Zeon and Federation. Yeah, um, and whatever worked worked. So that idea of an elite unit like the TriStars. Um, let's see here, uh, Anaheim Electronics. I was going to say, interesting bit of yeah. trivia for you is one of the three TriStar pilots in Unicorn, the English voice actors. One of them is uh, Matthew Mercer who is the dungeon master on critical role. The t-shirt oh. that I'm wearing is sort of his catchphrase on critical role. Wow. Um, and he's, he's a prolific anime and video game voice actor. So, uh, I thought it was interesting that he made his way into. Yeah, Unicorn. that is actually pretty. I love those connections. Yeah. That, that's pretty cool. Some yeah. good trivia. Um, but Let's see. Yeah, I was just seeing if there's anything else about this. It's got the Vulcan pod system, hand grenade, beam cannon, quadruple multi-launcher, beam rifle, beam saber. So there's a lot of different weapons this th this thing has. And again, I 
could have looked it up today. I didn't really have time, but I'm curious in GBO2 if you do get access to all these things because I love it when you have like a heavy weapon and then you have like a light weapon, but then you also have your melee and then maybe an auxiliary like yeah. a grenade or something. I kind of like when there's different. Sometimes I'm a little frustrated at the fact that some weapons have to be unlocked via via supply drop. Oh, really? Like, for instance... Oh. Like, for instance, the Act yeah. Zaku in GBO, um, you know, it comes standard with the bullpup machine gun. But you can also equip it with a beam rifle, but the beam rifle doesn't uh, come with it if you I pull the mobile suit. Saying. So you actually have to get that in a supply drop before you can use it. And I, that's not the only instance of that happening, but that's the one that's most sensitive. No, I, that makes sense because <laughs> I remember when I've gone in to edit a, a suit or customize it and you can see you can choose what weapons you want to use with and sometimes I'm surprised, oh, I can use this instead of that. What determines that? I guess they figure it out when they design the suit. Um, but then it's weird how, yeah. yeah, you have to unlock some of that stuff. Um, uh, let's see. I saw something from, um, let's see, there's a couple things. U.S. is Talos. Well, Neon Wave is always good for uh, good for some lore oh, yeah. accuracy, and uh, he says that uh, Jesta was a special ops unit, limited limited production, so that's why you wouldn't see it in later UC yeah. titles, which makes sense. I'm glad they sense. kind of proactively uh, explain that stuff yeah. retroactively, so it, and it, it, it makes sense canonically. Um, let's see... Yeah. Uh, when they say uh, this from WebFox, when they say there is a set number of a unit, it changes when a future manga uh, anime has it in its story. And we've seen that before. That is true. Um, Plot convenience. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Lucas Garden, perhaps the GM Custom, probably a hybrid between the GM Custom and Space Command suits. Um, let's see. WebFox, I'm sure I got uh, Matt's autograph when he came to Gen Con. Had him hold my Haro clock. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a That's good cool. dude. That's cool. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. USS Tyler saying, I'd say about 20 at most were made for Justice because there were six that came off the ship during the base raid and about five more in narrative, maybe a few more. Yeah, narrative, I feel like, is kind of a forgotten child of even though it's good yeah, especially if you're already invested in the previous kind of new type uh storyline um let's see oh and luke is saying that was about uh the jagan in terms of the the gm custom hybrid yeah oh yeah because yeah. yeah. I, I love that evolution there's something about it even though it makes no matter in my day-to-day -day life knowing the evolution of the design <laughs> of mobile suits is I need to know that it came yeah. from somewhere. <laughs> I can't tell you where, but I need to know. You know what? It's funny uh -oh. because when Talos was talking about meeting, or no, it was WebFox talking about meeting Matt, and he talked about having him hold a, a Hero Clock or Haro Clock. I kind of just skipped over that, but as Jedi Sailor puts, Haro Clock, like that's such an awesome thing to have. I can just imagine having a Haro on my desk. It opens up and the clock, alarm clock goes off. Oh, can you imagine what an annoying uh, alarm I clock know. that would be? Camille, wake up! Camille! <laughs> Camille, wake up! Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool if you could program what it says so it could be that annoying, like, <laughs> time to wake up! Time to wake up! Time to wake up! <laughs> yeah, I like that. Well, he said he had it, he's had it for like 15 years. Ah, oh, that's some dedication there. That's awesome. Well, cool. Um, 
I'm going to move on real quick. So, this is some sick news. Um, okay. SD Gun and Battle Alliance, some information came out today. I don't know if it's because of Comic-Con or whatever. Um, but what's interesting is they announced a demo is going to be available. Now, for most of the people viewing this that are in a region of the English variety, it's the 28th that it actually comes out, whereas um, in, I guess, Japan or maybe other Asian territories, it's coming out tomorrow. And so I'm thinking... I'll sign into my, I have a Japanese and Singapore PSN account. I'm going to sign in and see if I can download it tomorrow morning because I'd, I'd like to check it out. I've had a, a good there week with go. work, getting work done, so I feel like I can make time in the morning to uh, try to get some uh, content out for that ASAP because uh, I can't wait to play this. Like The more information that comes out, the more I'm like, this is my type of game. So a couple other things too. Um, I guess you get to play. It says play until directory one mission. Uh, who knows what directory one means? So we don't, at least we get to play to the point to where you can transfer your demo save data to the full version of the game. Now that's cool. That's pretty cool. The other thing is while this demo is available on all platforms, it's not on PC, which would be my platform of choice. Although I don't, I don't mind. Um, I'll probably just play it on my PS5 and then get it on PC. You know, I was convinced that I was going to yeah. get it for the Switch, but now I'm kind of waffling and thinking that PlayStation might be the way to go. What? Why is that? Just um, because of the CRISPR graphics online play? Well, yeah, because I, you know, I don't know if the you you said that the cross platform only exists between. You know, yeah, it's like Xbox and PC can work together, PlayStation can work together, and then I don't think the Switch version has. It's just local. Yeah, Switch is on their own, um, and as much as you know, I'll I'll, I'll have to talk to the missus oh. about it because you know one of my goals was to was to convert her into a Gundam fan by playing some couch co-op uh, <laughs> SD Gundam. See, that's that's what's interesting about it because. And I and maybe others have details on this, but it does that mean then the P, the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC version doesn't have couch co-op? That it's only the Switch version? I, I Another don't Another thing know. I notice a lot of games that are that start off as cross play, but for their own respective systems, end up coming out with patches that are cross play for all. That happened with uh, Zombie Army Four. I think it happened with the Aliens Fire Team. Um, and then Evil Dead, the game, uh, or some of them might have already started that way, but, um, well, yeah, I mean, as the, as the player base kind of, you know, goes about and does their own thing, obviously the player base is never going to be as, as big as it is day one. So it makes sense to kind of branch out and allow for that cross play so that you get a wider range of players and to play with. I, I, I see this as a game that maybe in six months by this holiday, it's on Game Pass, which the reason I like Game Pass is, yeah, it's cool when a game comes out and it's on Game Pass, like the Ninja Turtle game. So I'm using my 
Yeah. I'm still paying for it technically because I pay monthly. But what I also like is it allows people to play games they normally wouldn't because that is the best way to get more people into Gundam is having Gundam games on Xbox Game Pass because the last Gundam game on Xbox was, I think, Dynasty Warriors 3 on the 360. Uh, yeah, the Gundam Dynasty Warriors. And so it's about time that we get more Xbox games, um, Gundam Xbox games, just to get that bigger audience. Yeah, and and you're seeing more people kind of um, gravitating towards the Gundam fandom. I mean, when I saw that some of the people streaming Gundam Evolution were like Penguin Z Zero, uh, you know, I'm like, well, this guy's not like a Gundam <laughs> guy, but here he is playing a Gundam game just because that's what's popular no, right that's now. That's what's cool because it's you know they have these different genre Gundam games because these different genres are going to fill. A niche so evolution is a perfect to have a competitive shooter because gbo2 yeah. is really for the diehard gundam fan because it plays slow methodical it's about what suit comes out yeah. people that are playing evolution well i guess the the audience you're trying to attract isn't like excited about specific suits they're gonna play and find out what gameplay works for them because it's a competitive shooter you know um, exactly. You know, um, and, and that that's I, I would love to see more sort of, you know, I hate to call them asset flips, but asset flips where you've got different types of games where you just reskin them as Gundam in order to draw in the core audience of that game. And I think that that works because I think one thing that Gundam does well is it has an atmosphere to it, especially you see. You know, when I first got into Gundam, one of the first games I played other than GBO2 was the Gundam Versus on PS4. Not the Maxi Boost on or whatever, but just the regular Gundam Versus. That is a great entry point for someone that doesn't know Gundam, but it plays... Like, when you start a level, it showed, like, the Operation V mobile suits, and it played the music. I think it was, you know, Char, Gallant Char, you know, song. And it pumps you up, and it gets you into into Gundam, and I think that is key. So, yeah, when they reskin these different genres by adding the music and the atmosphere. And you know what? That reminds me that Dynasty Warriors, the Reborn, I, I'm disappointed it doesn't have any Gundam music. It's it's all its own, even though the music isn't bad. Yeah, I mean, there's some great tracks in there, but like you said, it's um, it's not... It, it's Gundam sounding. Yeah, it's Gundam adjacent. Exactly. <laughs> But it's but it's not authentic Gundam, um, and Lucas Garrett brings up a good point in chat. Uh, being more of a PC and mobile gamer himself, uh, here's hoping that Bandai Namco provides more games on those formats. And with um, you know SDG Generation yep. Eternal, I think that obviously you have a strong contender on that front. Um, again, mobile gaming is another one of those areas where you're you're not necessarily catering to the core fan base of the franchise. You can kind of appeal like to other types of gamers. Yeah, so that's exactly it. And you know what? It's that. funny. Cause I, uh, you know, um, Lucas plays, um, that, uh, the build, oh, I keep forgetting the name, you know, the Gundam breaker, whatever. And yeah, yeah. The Gundam other day, breaker mobile. I installed it again because I, I just <laughs> felt like if I'm going to randomly be on my phone, I'll just, Play that game, collect some parts, you know, build something. 
And that's there the thing. Go. It's the it's the the content. It's the it's the Gundam universe. And and I think because yeah, of that, exactly. and this could be a topic on your podcast, by the way, where sometimes you'll want to play a game because it does everything else right. It gives you your your universe you want, the music, but it might not be the best gameplay. But you enjoy sure. everything about it, like Star Wars Battlefront 2. It's are you now are you talking no, the about the old one. school one? Because the new one <laughs> No, I, yeah, I did like the new one. The I did new one like at first it wasn't good. I was like, you know what? No. And then I just kept playing it because I'm a huge Star Wars fan and I fell in love with it. I aced it. I I put over five hundred hours into that. I think next to Company of Heroes, that's the most I've played a game. Dude, I'm telling you, um, I, I started watching Gundam as an anime, but what really got me into Gundam as a universe was playing Gundam versus Zeta Gundam and on the PS2. Did that one have a specific storyline? So you could play through both the UC 0079 storyline and you could play through the Zeta storyline. But more importantly, you had the like the campaign storyline where you could if you accomplished certain tasks during missions, you could change the timeline and say, for instance, if you save Garma instead of letting Garma die, then you unlock a timeline where Garma is alive throughout the rest of 0079. And then, you know, Garma's alive through all of Zeta Gundam. That's pretty um, cool because when I was playing yeah. Reborn, I was on a mission where I was able to keep Emma alive. And I was like, this is the uh, type of universe, Gundam universe I'd want to be in. The keep a machine alive. Because, <laughs> yeah, that was one death oh, I wish didn't happen. Because right, I loved her whole arc. Um, let's see. Something else here. Um, uh, USS Talos. Also on the 26th, we will get a stream from GBO's devs with announcements. Uh, I forgot about it. I guess they'll reveal the unicorn, huh? Let's hope we get PC News 2. Yeah, so that's... The main thing. I cannot wait for the PC news. I mean, wild. yes, I can fire up my PlayStation, change the source on my main monitor, whatever. I would just like to just load it up on my computer. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Lucas Garrett, the biggest pull for Gundam Breaker Mobile is the collection of Gunpla parts and customization, but it is stuck on Dynasty Warriors Gundam 1 game dynamics. It, it could be so much more. Yeah, it's and it's interesting because I remember when I first played it, I liked the setup of the gameplay, the third person where it's like you can move in a fight, but then I realized the fighting didn't matter too much. I think I think you and I talked about this on probably like the second or third episode of my show that you were you were on where Gundam Breaker Mobile is less about the game and more yeah. about the gotcha element. You know, the fact that you can set it on autopilot and be like I don't even care. In fact, if you have enough skip tickets, you don't even have to play the missions. You just skip the missions and then collect the parts. It's like... Yeah, it is kind of interesting because I like... <laughs> like, if they just added a little more depth to the gameplay, like maybe a risk factor, I would be way more yeah. more into it. Um, that, that reminds me because I'm thinking gameplay. Something I did read about that Jesta they released in GBO2 is it doesn't have that ev evasion uh, move, which I always think that's crazy if a mobile suit doesn't have that. Because I feel like I live by that. That's wild. But even though I live by it, it puts me in bad situations where then I can't uh, dash away from something. Like I'll evade, and then someone's coming at me with the beam saber. I'm like, oh well, yeah, I'm gonna kind of deal with that. Yeah, because you can't, you can't, um, 
what do you call it? Do the counter if your yeah, yeah exactly. if your thing is used yeah. up. Well, and that's funny because you know I live and die by the tackle, but you know more often than not I die by the yeah, tackle than that's, live. <laughs> or it's like you already hit them, and then you're like, cool, I hit them, and then all of a sudden you're countered. You're like, what? <laughs> I, that. <laughs> Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> um, but, you know, hey, I'm glad Goose just spoke up because he's asking how do we feel about the DLC they're adding. So that is the next part of this. So, okay, so there's a couple things. Um, uh, They released, yeah, Bandai Namco released more information about the post-launch DLC for SD Gun and Battle Alliance. Um, we learned that the game will receive a season pass, including three unit and scenario pack DLCs. The first will include two missions, The Cursed Treasure, and Destination of the Legend, and two units, Gundam Age FX and Narrative Gundam Sea Packs. So that's cool. So already, it is cool that the DLC includes missions, because that's always a thing I like when they announce DLC. It reminds me of expansion packs on PC. Just getting more missions later when you've already kind of mastered the game is fun. I also like the Gundam Age FX, because another cool thing about getting into this Gundam game is I'm going to see a lot of mobile suits I'm not familiar with. That's one. But also yeah. narrative Gundam C packs, a UC suit we don't see or hear enough about. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. Poor I know. narrative Gundam. You know, you, 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 can, can we pour one out for my guys in Twilight <laughs> Axis that you, you, you're never going to see a Tristan Gundam ever yeah, again? And then it, it even has its own Barland, the the Assold or Solde, however you pronounce that. I yeah. Don't know. Um, now, I will say that I'm not a fan of when uh, game studios announce DLC prior to the game actually coming out. Well, you know what? <laughs> I thought that, too. And over time, I started thinking, are now people thinking of their investments when they're going to buy a game? Like, for the non... Like, the, the crowd they're not catering for, by them announcing that there's going to be future DLC, makes someone think, oh, well, they're going to continue to support this game, so I'll get it. You know, so it's part of the Google That's algorithm already. So when people, maybe the game just comes out, they're searching, hmm, should I get this game? There's reviews. Oh, and then they're going to have some DLC. Okay. I don't know. But that backfired. There's games that have launched. They were horrible. I can't think of the game off the top of my head, but where they had this like uh, DLC pack one that was going to come out. Like a yeah, roadmap. And it got delayed. And then when it came out, it was crap because the game didn't do well. But that's its own issue. I think that happened to Cyberpunk, yeah. right? Like they had a roadmap set out and they they had their checkpoints that they were trying to hit and uh, and they missed almost every single one. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I think that um, and, and Gundam is pretty good about this, like as a franchise is I've noticed that the DLC for Gundam games is remarkably yeah. affordable. Oh, yeah. They They do not. You know, they're not going to come at you asking for 30 bucks for an extra mission. If they... it's 30 bucks, it includes a lot of stuff. Um, like the yeah. the Reborn uh, DLC, it's $30, but you get a whole ton of suits. Um, I mean, it was totally worth it for me. Yeah, you get a ton of different missions and stuff like that. So, yeah, I agree. Um, and it says the second uh, DLC will also include two missions, two units, and the third will have two missions and three units. As a purchase bonus, if you get the season pass, you'll also receive the assortment pack volume one with materials for unit limit breaks. That's the kind of in-game upgrade system 
uh, it has the materials. Yep. Um, okay, another extra DLC will be offered in the form of premium sound and data pack, including 35 Gundam anime songs and 15 BGM from Gundam games. So, cool things here because Gundam games have been known to have their own good music. And so when I see that, I, I'll play side stories or Battlefield Record and hear the same music in GBO, and it's usually pretty good. But it's interesting That's that awesome. they're doing the thing where there's this premium sound pack. Sega did the exact same thing with Sonic Origins, where there was a version you can buy that includes extra music. But I, I bought it on PC, and I actually used a mod, a very easy-to-use mod, to add the original music that they had to take out, the Michael Jackson tracks. In yeah, which is such a shame. Those tracks are yeah, so good. I just love that it 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 confirms Michael Jackson made music for Sonic. That's that's all I gotta say. I I really think, despite the history and I you know we don't know if this stuff is true or not. Maybe that's controversial. But if he had music for the Sonic Three movie, you know, some take some of his old samples and make a yeah, that would. I, but I, I don't think they're gonna go there. Um, <laughs> No, they wouldn't touch that nah. kind of controversy. Um, but, you know, another interesting thing is I like it. So the 35 Gundam anime songs. So what that tells me is, you know, the songs from the shows. But I wonder if they have to do it this way because maybe they have to pay for licensing. I, I don't know if within like Bandai doesn't have to worry about it or Probably they so. still do because of I don't know. My man Salwano needs yeah. to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know. I'm surprised that they haven't done this, but I would, I would pay an extra twenty five dollars to get some Andrew oh, WK yeah. Gundam, Gundam rock songs on on a well, video game. They also did um, show that because uh, someone was posting pictures from them playing the demo this morning. I think maybe at Comic Con, and you can go in there and add your own music. So. I yeah. And you and I have talked about this on, on my show where it's like I miss the old days where you could load your own music and into in a game. the Maxi Boost On uh, game, they allow for that. And so I was putting in the official tracks from the show. So then I would make a match purposely GPO1 versus GPO2 and then the music from Stardust Memory. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. The winner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, that's a good one, but it was that other one that's the... It's like, it seems oh. like it's like action music. Um, I, yeah, I love the music one. in that. So I many know. solid tracks. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, there are free demos the 22nd, but that's that's Japan or Asian territories. I'll, I'll find out. Oh, yeah, because they're saying while the news comes from the Southeast Asian arm of Bandai Namco... The Western didn't confirm, but they have by now. It, it took a few hours later, but they did confirm the demo. So, curious, if you guys want to drop into chat, if you're going to get the game, what platform you would get it on? And uh, so, I want to go back to when Goose said, how do you guys feel about all the DLC? I love it. You know, as someone that's a fan of Gundam, and I can't, this gameplay is going to be right up my alley. But what about, what about you? you Oh, I mean, I love it. I'm going to buy every last uh, DLC pack, but I'm, I'm going to complain about <laughs> yeah, it. <there's... laughs> every step of the way, I'm going to be like, why wasn't this and in the game And also, <laughs> there's some things you only get by pre-ordering. So not only is there pre-ordering to get stuff, which I'm going to do, but then, you know, the DLC. You know, I'm surprised that they didn't go the route of like Soul Calibur, where you have pre-order exclusives for each uh, of the consoles. I'm glad Where like maybe... 
I don't want to buy multiple versions. That would be cool if they had like an Xbox Gundam where like the V-Fin also had like it coming down this way and it was like an X. (laughs) That'd be pretty (laughs) sick. Um, And it was black with green highlights. That that would be sick. Um, Would the Switch Gundam be like, have like a red arm and a blue arm? Yeah, and they can come off in their bits and they fly around. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. They're wire-guided funnels. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, And then I want to look at some chat. Um, Oh, Neon Wave saying, if only Gundam Breaker Mobile was compatible with the controller. Yeah, I've done controller mobile gaming, and it is pretty cool, but there are just some games that don't work, which would be nice. They just don't support um, it. Let's see. Oh, and uh, USS Talos is saying, hey, at least both the Tristan and the Isolde, Isolde, I, I want to make sure I'm saying that right, are in GBO. And that's cool because I, sure. I know the Tristan is. I just didn't know the Yarlin was by Ireland. I know there's a couple by Ireland's in there. Um, oh, and Goose is saying SD Crossroads got tons of free DLC after the paid DLC. Yeah, so I hope we see something like that because I, I have noticed that. And, and again, I think... Not only are they making a Gundam game to make a Gundam game, but part of this game being made and released is to get people more into Gundam, too. So they're doing things in a very yeah. accessible way. Um, let's see. Yeah, because think about it. The demo's coming out early. You can transfer your progress over to the main game. It's going to be multi-platform, um, cross-play for most. Yeah, they're really doing everything they can to make this easily accessible. Um, they are. They are. Let's see. Sayla says Sawano is the John Williams of anime. And uh, I think that a truer statement has yeah. never been said. No, that's that's good. Um, let's see. Um, oh, WebFox is saying I will get the game on Steam, but we'll play the demo on PS4. That's that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to play it on my PlayStation, the demo on my PlayStation. Oh, Goose is getting it for Switch and PlayStation and maybe Steam. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. If it really is that the Switch version is the only version with local co-op. I will. I will also get that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, let's see. USS Talos is saying he's getting it on PS5, and I say he. I'm sorry. It could be anyone. They. There you go. Um, Lucas Garrett. So <laughs> Xbox go. Gundam inspired by Common Rider build. Oh yeah, I've seen that Common Rider. I don't know a lot about Common Rider, but I've looked up the designs. It, it, like, and they have uh, the figure figureize uh, kits you can build, and yeah. yeah. Those look cool. And then Metal Neo is getting it for Switch as well. There was something else um, that came out of the, the Comic-Con because they did have a panel for Witch of Mercury. Still barely any information I could find. And this one was posted three hours ago, like right before I started. They were just confirming a lot of things. I think they were showing off the prologue, the the English. And by English, I don't know if that just means subtitles. I I don't have the details yet. Um, but that also, they said it's going to have that simulcast, you know, so it's going to be across the world, worldwide when it's released, but they still didn't confirm yet how it's going to, like, they, they were saying here, it could be the Gundam Info YouTube channel, which they do a lot, or Netflix, which, yeah, the, the only thing, the only reason I don't know about Netflix is, does Netflix ever do it where the shows come out one one day a week you know like instead of all at once oh yeah no they do that um usually they'll do them in batches 
where it's like you get four episodes and then like next month you'll get another four episodes. Because I know that thing. like I'm sure with the way which Mercury is going to come out, it's going to be one episode a week or something. Um, this will be my first time watching a Gundam series live as it's released. The the only other one was that the only deal. other one was the one they released on YouTube, the battle log. Um, which yeah. I I was surprised I liked that. Um, but I'm blown away that they're giving us this before they give us Doan's Island. Giving us what? Oh yeah, there's because it's not a real <laughs> release, which I'm surprised yeah. by that. Still, still no English. Unless Doan's you know Island. that's a vanity project that had a low budget or had a very specific budget. I mean, because it had English subtitles. Probably so. So if like someone wanted it, they could get it. Yeah, that is a very good point. Yeah. Though. Um, you know, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, with that, there's not much more news that came out of, uh, Comic-Con yet, but we still have some days, like... Saturday is usually okay. the big day. I was going to ask, like, okay, let me bring up some real quick. We're kind of near the end of the show, but there's a couple things. One, um, is... So there was an anime fest or whatever it was called. It was another convention like a week or two ago. And Kakarot197 was there. And in a recent video he had, he said that they had a, a panel for the live action movie, but they were not allowed to talk about anything that they talked about in there. I figured someone would anyway, so I was searching for leaks, but nothing. But Kakarot did say that he's more hyped about or he feels better about the movie than he did before. So that's cool. And he could tell the director knew what he was talking about with Gundam. He could tell he liked Gundam. So uh, I just hope at Comic-Con, I, I, I feel like we have to see something at Comic-Con because I feel like, I feel like Marvel's going to announce some crazy stuff for their films. And I think, yeah, what are we phase yeah, five now? And, and, and legendary is going to want to kind of show their game with their movies and their IP. Um, I'm really hoping for something. I mean, honestly, if it's Saturday morning, they drop information. I am going to live stream my thoughts because I cannot wait to talk about to talk about that. Um, you text me up. Okay, I'll be right yeah. there with you. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Oh, yeah. Jedi Sailor Anime Expo. Yeah, that is that is what it was called. Um, Metal Neo saying, man, I thought and Lucas brought up the uh, Gunpla scanning system. Oh, for yeah, the metaverse. Yeah, Kakarot was talking about that. I yeah, I until I see more about it, for me it's just one of those far off like wishes. It's kind yeah. of a pipe dream. And the Metal Neo saying, man, I thought the new Gundam movie was canceled. The the live action one, I thought it was canceled. Yeah. Um I, I thought so too. I was just talking about this not too long ago because we went a year without any new info. Um maybe that concept art I didn't realize it had been was a within year. a year, but yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Anything else? I really love the chat that's going on in here. Um, oh, WebFox100 saying there are countries near Japan that speak English, which is why some Gundam games have English versions without NA plan releases. That's right. Like on uh, PlayAsia, usually you can find yep. a, a Gundam game on PS4 or something that has English subtitles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and then you know what was funny though? While I was scrolling down through this, oh, actually, let me switch my screen. I was scrolling down through this article, and then I came across, you know, this uh, related why Gundam fans shouldn't skip Mobile Suit Gundam's Double Zeta. And it's like, yes, exactly. You shouldn't skip Double Zeta. So I'm going to throw this in the 
in the uh, the chat, this little link here. I haven't even read it, but hey, the title alone um, uh, is, is, is facts. So, well, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, good show. Thanks for everyone showing up. I think that's it. Um, really awesome. Can't wait for the more, more news to come out that we can start talking about. Um, yeah, we've really been spoiled for Gundam content this summer. I mean, with all the games coming out, with all these new show releases and stuff, there's just there's so much to unpack. And I, I feel like we don't even touch, you know, 40% of it. No, per we podcast. don't because I'll watch uh, Kakarot's videos and then he'll talk about something like oh i could have brought that up but no there's so much you can spread around the, the information um but yeah but that's why you should join the discord where we are exactly chatting yeah, 24 yeah. 7 join the discord we're talking about that stuff all the time and also there's um the you know the patreon because we're doing the movie night it's going to be on the 30th we're going to watch cuckoo's Doan's island uh the supporters are so that's going to be fun so check the link in the description for that in the discord um but yeah, I think that's it. Check out Steven's stuff. It's uh, the uh, link in the description uh, for his channel. He actually, I think we were just talking about it. He streamed it today, so uh, some Gundam gaming. Yeah, so, cheers, bud. Yeah, that it was, was a lot, a lot of, fun. of fun, actually. Um, hey, Steven, anything else? No, no, I think you uh, you pretty much yeah, hit on I everything. Think so. Well, cool. Again, thanks to everyone in the chat. I always love having everyone here, and I'll see you guys in the Discord. Steven, it's been fantastic. And everyone, have a good night. Have a good weekend.